Hey, hey, hey. This is Lisa A., and you're listening to Who's That Star on LCC Connect at Lansing Community College. Who's That Star is a behind-the-scenes show where I sit down and talk with the employees at the college. This is an inside look at LCC where you will have a chance to learn about their passions, projects, what inspires them both at work and in their personal lives. I'm your host, Lisa Alexander. I'm so excited to get a chance to talk to all the people who make LCC great. This show is for you to get to know the people that work at Lansing Community College a little bit more and see what makes them tick. Are you ready? Okay, let's go see who's today's star. Today's star is not from Lansing area or from Michigan for that matter. She was born and raised in New York City where she earned her Bachelor's of Science in Business Marketing and Management and a Master's of Science in Creative Studies and Change Leadership from Buffalo State University. As an equity practitioner and first-generation college graduate, this star is passionate about student access to affordable and qualitative post-secondary education. Before coming to Lansing Community College, this star served as Interim Vice Chancellor of Student Services at Ivy Tech Community College in Indiana. Prior to this, she was a director of academic advising and coordinated efforts with student success, enrollment management, and academic affairs. Her focus at that time was to develop processes and evaluate advising efforts and devise enhancement consistent with enrollment and retention growth patterns. This star is currently enrolled in the Educational Leadership EDD program at Central Michigan University, where her current research interests consist of community, cultural wealth of Black and Latinx students, appreciative education, ethics, and morals of academic advising. When this star is not at work or studying, she enjoys traveling with friends and family, dining at local restaurants, and listening to audiobooks. She currently lives in St. John's, Michigan. Okay, are you ready to learn who's today's star? Drum roll, please. Today's star is Monet Lewis, Associate Dean of Academic and Career Pathways. Thanks, Monet, for coming to Who's That Star. We're so glad to have you. Thank you so much, Lisa, for the invitation. I certainly feel honored in this journey in doing so, especially so early on in my career at LCC. Yes, we wanted to get you in because I think that it'll give people a good opportunity to know who's leading us. You know, one of our big leaders over there in student affairs, and so they'll have good idea about who they're dealing with. And, and I think a lot of times in a college campus, it makes it easier, you know, when they get a chance to kind of know some things about you. So we'll get started. You ready? Yes, ma'am. Oh, so can you tell me a little bit about who you are and what's important to you in your life right now? Absolutely. So I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Um, that is the borough that I primarily recognized as my upbringing, but I did go to school in Buffalo, New York. So it's about eight hours away. It's a huge part of my identity. Okay. And 
another part about being from New York is that I feel as though it's huge in the fashion industry as well as just being in a huge city. That mindset can be different, especially someone that had relocated to the Midwest at in Indiana and also as in Michigan. Right. See, I don't know. If I, like, I always thought Brooklyn, Buffalo, New Jersey, like they all, you know, like when you hear about it, it's, you just think they all kind of close together. Mm-hmm. But then you said eight hours away. Yes, eight hours driving. So Brooklyn is a borough inside New York City and there's five boroughs. Okay. And so when people think of New York, typically they think about the New York City region. But there's Western New York, Southern New York, Southern Tier, um, Albany is actually the capital of New York. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of great areas in different regions where there's a lot um, similarities, I would say, to Lansing, for example. I think Rochester reminds me so much. Rochester, New York reminds me so much of Lansing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool to know. Because I always think of like, they're so big, you know. Mm-hmm. It just feels like when you think about New York, and I just think, I think of traffic. Mm-hmm. Yes. So is that a difference for you here versus when you were there? So because I did live in Buffalo and as well as in Indiana, I'm used to slower traffic. I actually prefer my miles, the distance be one minute versus (laughs) the, you'll have like an eight minute drive supposedly, but then with traffic, it can be almost 45 minutes in a New York City region or metro area. Yeah. So I prefer smaller or mid-major cities. Yeah. That would make a difference because that would be a deterrent for me. Okay. Well, can you tell me about your work at LCC? What are your roles here? Yes, so I am the Associate Dean for the Center of Academic and Career Pathways, and that means that I have the opportunity to oversee academic advising, academic success coaching, testing services, and career and employment services programs. These um, services are a huge component to the student journey, especially when they're moving beyond their first courses or even getting started for their classes. So I get to work with people that really help students throughout their time at LCC and make it wonderful. And then if there are opportunities where we need additional support, these individuals be able to help and recover that individual student. Yeah. I, um, I know you said that you had worked in academic advising, you were a director Mm -hmm. and then, so that gives you a different type of insight we're your favorite, aren't we? No, you don't have to answer that. But um, <laughs> I know that you have a lot of different areas, but academic advising is something that you kind of have a little more experience with. Yes, I will say academic advising is a huge passion for me and also probably one of the reasons why I got involved in education because when I was a student, I had worked with a, with the a department chair of the School of Business who had really helped me to decide on what I wanted to do for like my master's program and just having that connection, just being able to connect with someone beyond student services, but actual professor. But then they also had that administrative side. They gave me different outlook on what it means to partake in higher education. And then I had started off in admissions working for the university at Buffalo. 
And that was an opportunity for me to realize, you know, I really would like to help with the student development. And Mm -hmm. I wind up working at SUNY Geneseo for access opportunity programs and that had advising component, as well as career advising, serving students that are first generation, low income, and then students with disabilities. So being able to support students that look like myself or been a part of the community. It was a lot of students that were coming from the New York City region, living in a small town for the first time. Mm. So really trying to help them get acclimated and then realize that they do deserve to be here. Right. And oh. I just took that with me wherever I went. Oh, that's great. So what do you like the most about what you do here at LCC? I would say I really enjoy working with the people. Um, everyone has been very welcoming and supportive and if there's anything that I may need to know to help support my role in in helping others and just even the functions of what CACP is Mm -hmm. I've just felt as though people have been really instrumental in that and are not afraid to share with me the institutional knowledge and then also being receptive to the new ideas I believe my way of leadership is really understanding the experts who are constantly working the day-to-day with student experiences. Yes, I've had worked with students before, but I don't want that to be the only thing that's informing what I'm doing. I really like to have that community approach, and I felt as though LCC was that place for me, and it still is true to, to this day, just from the process of interviewing, living it out, and then even now, just as I think will be an example of me serving here um, on the radio with you. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's um, outreach, you know, getting people an opportunity to know who you are, who the leadership that is at LCC, and that they're accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. And so I think a lot of times when people open themselves up, because not everybody does that, you know, so I thank you again for doing this. So let's find out a little bit about you outside of work for a little bit. So if you had only one sense, hearing, touch, sight, which one would you want to have? I would say taste because one, I am certainly inspired by children in the aspect that they do not have any judgment. And so I believe if you don't have the hearing where you can hear what other ones are saying, you won't have to place that judgment on yourself and you can truly enjoy it. And then also seeing, judging a a book by its cover. Mm -hmm. So just being exposed to new experiences, uh, especially I've, I've traveled and been able to taste different food that maybe don't smell as great, but it's so delicious and you can't wait to have it. Mm. And it'll be interesting to discover what I will find out. Yeah, and I, I never thought about that. That's a good way of, uh, I never thought about why taste would be a good sense, in this, mm-hmm. you know, in that way. And then, yeah, because you do get um, other people's opinions by listening or if you visually see something that they're doing, ah, I'm have to think about that one. Monet, okay, you don't taught me something. Okay, what's the most daring thing you've ever done? I would say the most daring thing I've ever done was to go to Buffalo, New York for school. That was like the biggest decision of my life. No one in my family had even traveled that far, like 
there's members of my family that only went between two boroughs. Oh, wow. So just to leave the actual city and to take a long distance drive, that was a huge proponent of discovering what's available to me and not what's already predefined based on my background. Because you said that's eight hours from mm-hmm. where you are? Yes. Now, with Buffalo, is that like more of going into the country? Some will say that, yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I guess, like, would Buffalo be comparable to, like, Lansing? Or is it more of a bigger city? It is a bigger city. It's the second largest city. Okay. So there's there's definitely the, the Buffalo City area, and then there are, like, smaller towns, kind of like how Lansing is, is set up where you Eastland. have, like, yeah. the, exactly. Okay, so, yeah, that would be pretty daring to go mm-hmm. off by yourself and no one else uh, have done that before in your family because I know you mentioned being first gen. Was that something, like, were people supportive of you or were they like, oh, we don't know if you should go that far? And Yes, there was definitely curiosity, possibly some doubt because they couldn't necessarily give me that much advice. Right. But they had been supportive. We maintained communication throughout and every time I had an opportunity to go home I would Mm -hmm. I stayed on campus for the first um I would say my first five years because I went straight into grad school right after and I didn't move off campus until my second year of grad school wow okay that was home home for real it was you got acclimated real well with that (laughs) community and the you know the Mm -hmm. campus and stuff like that so that's cool that is brave though It is. So what's one thing that can instantly make your day better? One thing that can instantly make my day better is ice cream. I love ice cream. I can eat it all year round, regardless of the season. Even if it's raining outside, it's perfect. My favorite flavors are... Oreos, cookies and cream, Mm -hmm. primarily from Baskin Robbins. Okay. I also love the Superman ice cream. So I, I didn't realize that that was like a Michigan flavor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, it's something about that black cherry mixed with the vanilla and then the blue moon. It's, it's very delicious. Mm-hmm. I love cotton candy from Dairy Queen because it has like little pieces of candy chips. Okay. Yeah. Have you tried um, MSU Dairy yet? I have not. Okay, yeah. Well, I can't wait to see how you think about that. But, yes, ice cream is, can't go wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And it will make your day better. What is your favorite season and why? My favorite season is the fall or autumn. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the changing of the colors. A big thing about New York is just looking at the foliage as well. Mm-hmm. I also love to dress up. And so that's an opportunity to wear different layers of clothing and just like the the gemstone colors. Okay. It's just very rich. And yeah. it just reminds me of like all the additional holidays are coming up. It's a great time. It is. It's like, I don't, I'm, it, I know it's like at the end of the year, but. It does seem like a lot of things are beginning during Mm -hmm. that time. You know, school, then you're getting ready for different uh, athletic uh, sporting things. And then you just get, like you said, the holidays and just like it starts stuff up. So fall is mine, too. What is what was your first job? 
My very first job was working at the Latino Action Pastoral Center in the Bronx, New York. Okay. And I served as a summer camp counselor as well as a drama instructor. Oh, wow. Now, do you speak Spanish? I do not, but the Bronx is a special place in my heart. That's where I went to high school, and it's a huge um, Latinx population mm-hmm. so you you'll have some individuals from new york that they will classify themselves as new, as new york Ricans or okay. being able to speak spanglish i can pronounce words but i can't have more than like two sentences i would say oh well you had to do something and be adapted you know <laughs> working in that community and really enjoying it so i know like the bronx it just seems like all of you talking about all these shows are like there's shows and I just reminisce about that with New York. Do you get that with a lot of people from Michigan? Do they have a lot of questions about like different nuances of New York? And Yeah, I get a few questions. And so one thing is not a question, but I always get this statement is like, I know it's not New York. And I'm like, I understand that. I don't want to live in New York. Right. <laughs> I'm here. I, I want to see what brings you joy, what gets you out of the bed. What are some of the things that you like to do, especially like Winter Olympics or something? Like, mm-hmm. What do you do when it's cold outside? I look forward to those things. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think they do have a lot of different, if you like going outside in the winter. Mm-hmm. But, see, you had to deal with a lot of snow, too, in New York, so you used to that. That's yes. one thing that you moved here and you don't have to really – get adjusted to that but yeah there's a lot of different fun events if you're not old like me you can have some fun time but um so what's an essential part of your daily routine essential part of my daily routine is one reading the bible okay and then two looking at my horoscope Okay. <laughs> What's your sign? So I'm an Aquarius. All right. And that's when? When is those dates? So late January and then like mid-February. Okay. So, okay, Aquarius, then it's Pisces. Mm-hmm. I get those mixed up because I'm a Sagittarius. And I oh. I, I like um, horoscopes, you know, and I, I kind of read them and I'll look into them. And then some stuff I think that they, you know, I think it's depending on who's saying the stuff, right? Because you'll see the memes and stuff and they'll be like, a Sagittarius is this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Mm-mm. but then there's some that's right on. So do you really study or know your sign well and yeah, I know my sign well, and then I also like to look at compatibility. So believe it or not, Sagittarius and Aquarius get along well. Yeah. You know, and that's interesting because I found that a lot of people that I'm real close to are Scorpios. Mm, okay. You know, like I got a lot of best friends that are Scorpios, and I was like, mm, but you're not on my list really. For me, it's Taurus. Okay. Yes. And I and I get it because they're um, strong-minded, and mm-hmm. I, I do like to follow individuals mm-hmm. and be supportive. Like, that's the main characteristic of Aquarius. Like, yes, they have their own mind, and they're typically independent, but they do like to connect with individuals when needed, and you need someone to be assertive to help you get there. Yeah, that's true. That's all right. So what is a hobby or a project that you truly enjoy doing, something that fills your cup and it lights you up? 
So my favorite hobby, I would say, is to do motivational interviews. And that's either participating, watching. I just like hearing other story stories. I like to share my personal story occasionally. I will do so for like an institution for some of like the access-based programs that I recommended. Mm-hmm. I'm also part of a... Um, achievers program and that was one of the programs that helped me to learn more about college like outsourcing that information because I wasn't able to get it from home base and just hearing individuals that had were were either embarking on the path that I'm looking to accomplish or even leadership those are the things that sparks my joy I love professional development and focusing on self and how can you develop more self-help help books. I love that. I love reading like articles on my phone and then even just like listening to audio books or, or podcasts about improving or shifting your mindset. Oh, okay. That's one of self-improvement, mm-hmm. self-development. Like that's, I like that when you're, you be aware of yourself and growth, that's where growth comes when mm-hmm. you try to make those changes. Well, we're coming close to the end of our, um, interview but I know you I I want to ask you the question I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything but you've moved to Michigan and you've been in in Michigan for about eight months whatever uh so you do you know about the like rivalry between U of M and MSU I know about it and if I if you're gonna ask me like who I go with I would say state. So over, I can't remember. It was probably, it was late February, March. I did go to the Little Caesars Arena for the very first time. Okay. And I personally got to witness the battle between U of M and MSU for their hockey game. Oh, okay. And got to see every the bands playing. So different mm-hmm. levels. So alumni, current students, even I would say alumni family, like they had the shirts on. Yeah, it's real deal. The chance, it was a huge amount of energy. And the, honestly, I would say that's probably something I haven't really experienced um, on the college level. So that was like really beautiful. Okay, so you, you're you not really like a sports enthusiast? No, I wouldn't say that. Okay, so yeah, you'll just, yeah, it's good. We'll just we'll just take you along and you can be a Spartan with us. I know there's a lot of Wolverine fans that's going to try to change your mind, but stay strong. (laughs) (laughs) But Monet, I'm so glad that you came on Who's That Star today. I'm glad that the Lansing community and the LCC community got an opportunity to learn who you are today. Do you have any closing words for us? Yes, I will say thank you so much for inviting me. And I look forward to creating more memories here at LCC and just looking forward to what we can accomplish for this upcoming academic year. Well, I'm excited for that as well. And hey, people, I'm so glad that you were listening and had a chance to learn about Monet today. Please, please come back again and listen to the next edition of Who's That Star? Take care. You've been listening to Who's That Star? I'm Lisa A., and you can listen to this episode of Who's That Star and other shows from LCC Connect anytime online at lccconnect.org. Thank you for listening. 
catch me next time to find out who's that star. <laughs>